Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome into another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. Today, your host is going to just be me, Devin. Coming at you, Caleb and JT are both unavailable. Sorry they couldn't be here, but, uh, you know, didn't want to let you guys go without a week of news, especially when we have a draft coming up and we have wide receivers to talk about. So I figured... uh, you know, I I had nothing going on, just got off work, and I wanted to bring this information to you guys. So uh, thank you all for coming in and listening. And we're going to be talking about some of the wide receivers today coming up in this draft. Um, I've got about five in particular here for this episode that I just want to kind of break it down, talk about some of their strengths, weaknesses, what I like about them, kind of some comparisons too, just kind of who I see each player kind of being like. Um, I'm just going to start off first off saying these are not going to be in any particular order, um, so don't read into anything too much. I'm just kind of going with some of the guys that we've talked about you know, as kind of the top five prospects. Um, obviously, there's going to be some other guys not mentioned today, uh, David Bell, Mechie, which I think if Mechie didn't get injured, he's one we're definitely talking about here. Um, but we'll get into those guys, you know, later on too. And we just have the draft right around the corner. So especially once these guys get up, uh, put on placed on a team, we're definitely going to be able to sit down and really talk about this. Um, but yeah, let's just go ahead and get into this. So the first guy I'm going to be talking about is, um, I know I just mentioned Mechie, but we're going to talk about his uh, teammate there at Alabama and Jamison Williams. And the one thing I can say about Williams is I believe he is hands down the best deep threat in this um, draft. Uh, He's just a league of his own when it comes to that. I really would have liked to see how fast he would have been able to run that 40-yard dash had he not torn his ACL in the championship game. Um, I want to say, you know, he's made corners that verified 4.3s look slow. And that's tough to do. You know, he just has crazy good speed. Uh, And it's not just in a straight line that he can run it. He's very exceptional at controlling his speed to lull defensive backs to sleep. Um, He was only a starter for just one year there, but racked up 13 deep receptions for 671 yards. You know, that's just crazy good stats. I mean, he's going to be a huge deep threat option. Um, I'm really, you know, curious to see how far he's going to be able to go when he gets into the NFL. He has exceptional twitchiness, explosiveness off the line of scrimmage, and his acceleration. Um, but the, just the biggest thing with him is he's just a pure athlete. His route running is, you know, phenomenal. He has different releases at the line of scrimmage, which makes it very hard for the defensive backs, you know, to be able to figure out what he's going to do. Um, it opens up the field for him. And like I said, I mean, it's just his speed. It's just crazy how good, you know, he can go. He's very similar with that speed, you know, to his former teammate Jalen Waddell. Um, they both have the big physical tools, very skilled, um, you know, very easily can turn that seven-yard slant into an 80-yard touchdown. The thing with, you know, kind of like Waddle. And, you know, we'll kind of see with Williams and we'll see with Waddle now is, are they a true number one receiver or do they really complement well just as that slot receiver that can, you know, go for it and go just take that, you know, like I said, that little throw and just take it to the house because of the crazy speed and shiftiness. Um, Along with Jalen Waddle, Jamison Williams gives me very Will Fuller 
and like a bigger Deshaun Jackson vibes. Um, I'm really excited to see where he's going to land. I think he's probably going to be one of the top wide receivers, obviously off the board, if not the top wide receiver just because of that speed. So I'm really curious to see what he does with it. Next guy I'm going to talk about is going to be from Ohio State and Chris Olave. He's hands down the best route runner in this draft. Um, He's looked like a seasoned vet ever since his sophomore season back in 2019. Uh, he He has very good speed that threatens every level of the field, and he's going to be probably the safest pick in this. I'm not going to say he's going to be the guy that's going to make those huge plays. He's not going to be the guy with, you know, doing the jump balls, but he's going to be the one that's going to give you the most consistency, I believe. Um, Along with being twitchy and fast, he beats you with more than just athleticism. He's a great route runner. He's, um, I would almost say, more versatile than Jamison Williams that I was just talking about. Um, there's multiple instances too, where he, uh, excels not just from the X spot, but the Z and the slot as well. Um, so he could be moved all around the field. He fits anywhere that an offense is going to really needed to, uh, him to. The one thing about him is his size is still a bit of a limitation. It's not just the frame, but he doesn't really, you know, hopefully he can grow more into that. Like, as you want to put it like man body. Um, kind of like Devontae Smith showed us last year, it's not really a must, but I would really like to see that with him just because there's like certain aspects of him that the, the game could get a little better. Um, he very much reminds me of Calvin Ridley. Um, you know, obviously Ridley's going to be a player that we're going to be missing this year. Um, un, you know, unfortunate circumstances there, but I believe, uh, we're going to get to see some of the, you know, similarities and some of the big flashes and, uh, big plays just with that athleticism, um, with, uh, Chris here. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what, you know, he's going to do. One of my favorite guys coming in is this next guy though, coming out of USC and Drake London. He has ridiculous catch at the point playability. And what I mean by that is, you know, he was also a basketball player, not just football. So he's got the, you know, he's got the hops, the bunnies as you want. You know, he can go up and he's going to make that jump ball catch for you. And he's going to be all over those big plays, especially, you know, maybe into the game. You know, you need a Hail Mary. He's going to be that guy for you along with just anyone. He's going to make, it's going to be hard for any kind of defensive back to be able to stick up with him. Um, he led the FBS with 19 contested catches and that's playing only nine games last season. And he's only 20 years old. The thing is with that basketball background, um, you can tell that he attacks the air every single time. Um, six foot five, 210 pounds. He's just a huge monster and that anybody is going to want to have on their team. And the thing is, is unrealistically with that size that he has he has ridiculous body control which helps with those jump balls even more um the thing is with him too is he came from a team that has one of the most predictable offenses that you could see on film uh tendencies were clear um and you know bias and it made it where defensive backs could jump the routes and be right there on him, but he was still able to, you know, get those jump balls with them. And the other thing with him is we're just going to continue to see him grow because he wasn't even all in on football until this past season because he played football and basketball at USC, which halved 
you know, his football specific training because he was trying to make sure he stayed in shape for the basketball aspect. But as we've seen with a lot of tight ends that have moved into the league, that basketball aspect is something that's going to be huge for those jump balls, the deep balls, you know, winning those contested catches. I really like him. Very strong kind of relatableness to Michael Thomas. Um, you know, and we all love to watch Michael Thomas year in and year out before the injuries and everything started striking him. I think Drake London is going to be a lot of fun to watch in the NFL, and I'm really excited to see where he lands. Uh, definitely going to be someone that you're going to want to go out and get on that roster if you have an early pick, you know, in that uh, dynasty rookie draft, or, you know, maybe even might be someone worth taking an early shot on, you know, depending on where he lands in a redraft league, you know, fairly early. Next, we've got Garrett Wilson. Um, I don't see him being as impactful as Drake London in the wrong run in the long run just because London's size and speed, you know, is going to be something great for him. Um, but I think Garrett Wilson might be one of those guys that's probably the most NFL ready prospect in this class. Um, he has very great explosiveness at the line of scrimmage. And even though he has a more narrow frame, he's more capable of being at a beating a jam with either speed or play strength. He's got great ability to change speeds on a dime along with great body control as well. Uh, on top of all that, he has great route running ability, which clearly, um, like I said, is puts him as like one of the best in the draft be just because he's a star receiver at the next level. Um, the only problem that I have with Wilson is there isn't anything physically special that pops off the screen. His acceleration, elusiveness, ability to change directions, they're all good, but they're not game-changing. You know, there's nothing crazy there. Like, yeah, he's you know, really good at every one of those stats. He, you know, he looks good. He's great, but he just doesn't have any of those eye popping, like, you know, wow, this, this is it. Like that's the it factor. He does, um, have a very good speed and I, I am really excited to see what we can, you know, see coming out of it with him. I, uh, I get very heavy, like Deontay Johnson, almost vibes from him. And I'm a huge Johnson fan. I think I own him in pretty much every one of my leagues. So I'm really curious to see, you know, what he's going to be able to do, where he ends up. And then the final guy I'm probably going to talk about today, we'll see what time allows for. Um, I think this is a guy that doesn't get enough credit. Um, Obviously, he was highly scouted still. He's still heavily talked about. um, But he doesn't have just crazy speed. And so I think sometimes that is one of the things that, um, you know, gets people to kind of forget about him in a sense. But even with that, he has probably the best after-the-catch ability out of any of the prospects in this draft. And that's going to be Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Breaks ankles. He breaks tackles. He's a big body. You know, I'm at six foot three, 225 pounds. Um, he averaged 9.3 yards after the catch on the season and 12.2 yards per reception on 18 screen passes. He can literally overpower any defensive back in the NFL, safeties included. The size gives him the versatility to play any position on the field, too. You know, he can be that X or Z guy. He can be your slant guy. Uh, He's going to be all over that field for you. Um, I know this past year, I actually got to go to a game uh, with Frankie, um, and we went to the game down in Arkansas, and I believe they were playing Georgia Southern. I was sitting in the end zone about two or three rows back and they were on the opposite side of the field. So, you know, I'm watching up on the, you know, the Megatron, you know, the Jumbotron watching the screen and there's a little slant pass right on the sidelines 
over to Burks. It was probably only about an eight-yard pass. And he ended up taking this thing, I want to say it was like an 80-something yard re- uh, reception, you know, for a touchdown. Right there in the end zone in front of me, you know, crowd going. He just brings so much excitement. Very, very good athlete, strong. Uh, like I said, with that body, he's going to overpower people. He can make those jump balls. I'm really excited for Burks, and he's one that I'm probably going to go for in a lot of my leagues. Obviously, depending on where he goes to, you know, if he goes to a heavy, crowded wide receiver field, you know, that's going to, you know, kind of limit expectations for him. But I'm really excited to see what Burks is going to be able to bring into the NFL. Um, One guy that comes to mind when I watch Burks play and think of Burks, and that's going to be Josh Gordon. And all of us remember the stat line that Gordon was putting up in fantasy, you know, before, you know, all of the drug issues and everything else that ended up coming out. So I'm really excited for Burks, and I think that he's going to really exceed in the NFL. So that was five of the wide receivers that I'm really looking at as going to be some of the top picks. Obviously, there's going to be some other guys we're going to talk about. Um, like I said, I'm a big Mechie fan. I would have really liked to see him play in that uh, uh, bowl game like to see what would have happened if he didn't get injured and where his projected, you know, draft capital would be if, you know, bearing that he didn't get that injury. I think Mechie shows a lot of explosiveness, a lot of good speed. He has great hands, uh, great body control. This is someone that we're going to, you know, obviously get into and talk about a little bit more too. Um, But I'm really curious to see where, you know, he ends up and how he recovers from this injury. And another one that I kind of like and will be curious to see, he's one that I've heard has been in talks with Indianapolis. And once again, you guys know I'm a huge Colts fan. I'm really excited for David Bell. Uh, A lot of hype coming up around Bell. Very good speed with this guy too. Uh, Just an all-around, you know, class act. Um, Coming from out of Purdue there, you know, so he wouldn't have to go far if we were able to grab him there in Indy. Lord knows we need the wide receiver help. But I think that he's going to be somebody that could really exceed in the NFL as well. And he's going to be someone that's going to go later in drafts, not just the NFL draft, but even in your fantasy drafts. And I think he's somebody that's going to be able to really surprise people and well exceed his draft capital. So he's definitely someone I think that we're going to need to watch out for. And I'm really excited to see you know where he goes. But next week, um, I think we're probably going to go ahead and maybe follow up a little bit more with like some mock drafts. We're going to, you know, of course, talk a little more monster news. But of course, as we're still sitting here waiting for the draft to happen, there's not really a lot of news going on. We're still kind of in that limbo stage where certain players probably won't get signed, like, say, Julio Jones, until his value can be as high as possible. And that's after a draft when people see, like, okay, we filled these holes, but we could still use a wide receiver that might be able to give us a few plays here and there. So I'm really curious to see if we do get any more big news. Um, We still have, you know, like we talked about in uh, earlier this week with JT, um, Debo Samuel could be possibly moved with him unfollowing everything with the 49ers. So I think there's still going to be a couple big moves that are going to happen. And it has me really curious, you know, already. I know we've talked about this time and time again, but this offseason has had to have been one of the craziest offseasons we've ever had in NFL. Um, It's had me more and more excited Uh, week in and week out and I'm just ready for these drafts to start I know I did my first uh, mock draft earlier this week on the air with uh, JT and I've already hit up two more since then I'm really excited I'm just itching for football to get here I want to know 
what did you guys think of that mock draft that we did now that we're you know a couple days past what things do you think we me and jt you know could have done better who do you think we drafted that we shouldn't have in a position um i want to hear from you guys give us some more q a here um you know ask us these questions we want to be there for you you know we're going to get starting into um you know a little bit more on the wide receivers and the running backs here soon right before the draft we're going to get talking about the draft and then we're going to really get into the dynasty aspect the, you know the young guys that you should grab the veteran players that are still a safe bet you know rankings we're gonna you know sit down and talk about where we rank people obviously i know me and caleb are not on the same page with some of our rankings so i'm really curious to see how that's gonna go and what everybody seems to think with that so once again thank you guys for joining us i enjoy talking with you guys talking sports i enjoy seeing your questions so please you know hit us up on all our uh, socials uh, at the monsters fb we'd love to hear from you and uh, thanks guys have a great day Yeah, I feel like a monster And I'm just in a